0: Hi guys, it's day two, and today we're going to talk about the birth of Jesus, and I believe, uh, yeah, I think it's just mainly the birth of Jesus, so we're going to open our Bible to Luke two, and basically, in the days of Caesar Augustus, he issued a decree that a census should be taken out of the entire Roman world, which means that he demanded for every for the cities to take a population count, so people had to go to their own homes and, like, sign so they can take count so basically um joseph he went to the town of nazareth and he went to the town he went to bethlehem because he belonged to the house of the line of david and he went there to register with mary who he was married with and at that time they were expecting the baby and the baby was very close in fact the baby was born And she gave birth to her newborn, and she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger. And there there were shepherds living out in the field nearby. And at night an angel of the Lord appeared to them and said, Do not be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy. In the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, he is Christ. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, lord glory to god in the highest on earth peace of men who his favor rest then the angels left him and the shepherds they said to one another let's go to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened so they went to bethlehem and they found mary and joseph and the baby and they basically spread the word the word concerning that what has been told about this child and this child was told that he would save people he would be the he is a messiah so they were like gonna So they basically went out and told everyone about that. And all who heard this were amazed. And on the eighth day after Jesus was born, it was time to circumcise him. So basically when when a child is born, they have to go through steps. So first was circumcision, circumcision, then he has to be presented to the Lord, which is when they offer sacrifice. So they did that. And then after they did that, there was a man named Simon waiting in Jerusalem. And basically the Holy Spirit came to him saying that, I promise you, you will not die before you see the Messiah. And so what happened then was that Mary and Joseph, they presented Jesus to him, Jesus is the Messiah, and he hold him in his arms. And then he praised the Lord saying that "I I am not ready to die because I've seen the Messiah, you have kept your promise. I hold the Messiah in my hands. And then there was also a prophet, prophetess, I think it's called, Anna. She was a daughter of Faniel and she was very old. She had lived with her husband for seven years, but he died, and she has been a widow since, Till she was 84. And she never left the temple. She worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. And she came up to, uh, to, Mo- to Moses, to Joseph and Mary, and she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child and and he, she spoke to the people who were looking for redemption of the world, which means like, he, she, she, she spoke about Jesus to the people who are wanting to be saved by sin. And when Joseph and Mary have done everything required by the law of the Lord, they return to Galilee. And the child grew and became strong, and he, feel he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, when Jesus was 12, they went to the feast. And after the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, Jesus stayed behind. And after one day of traveling, they noticed that Jesus, he's not here with us, He, he stayed back. So they had to go back to look for him. And they began looking for him, and they could not find him. And when they, So they went to Jerusalem to look for him, and after three days, they found him in the temple courts. Imagine three days looking for your son. You can't find him, and you find him in this temple. And in this temple, he was sitting among teachers, listening to them and asking questions. And people were amazed by his understanding and his answers. And then Mary saw him, and she was like, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously, anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He said, "Don't you know that I am in my father's house?" But Mary did not understand him. Basically, and then later, and then Jesus grew to be, and he grew in wisdom and and was God and in in, in in favor with with and with favor of God and men. And that's basically a summary of Luke two. And this is important because, number one, it's the birth of Jesus. And it shows us how how this little baby is so important because the baby was presented to two people. And, and this baby is so important that these two people, Simon and Anna, they had to go around spreading the word and praising God for this child. This child is the Messiah. He is a lot. See, this little baby is, is everything. So in this chapter, it shows us jesus is even when he's a little baby and it also shows that jesus is the son of god because he stays in the temple and at 12 years old he has so much wisdom he's not like any other child and he he has so much understanding so jesus even from a young age we understand that he will be something great because even at 12 years old he knows so much about the word he knows so much about the good news and Mary, she's a the Mary, the mother of the Mary, the mother of Jesus, she's a very important lady because she has such a humble faith and God knew that she would be the right lady because she was willing to make sacrifices and these sacrifices included um doubts of her fiance and saying yes means to to be to go through the pain of childbirth and She'd never completely understand Jesus. You know, Jesus had these big words and, and big meanings. It was sometimes hard to understand him for her. And another thing that she had to go through is dying, is seeing him die on the cross. So Mary, she had to say yes for many sacrifices. But in the end, she realized that she must let Jesus hold her. He was not only her child, but he was her Lord. And that too, Mary said yes. So that completes day two. Oh, also, uh, well the day two is over, but this is also an extra note that I want to uh say which is very cool, is I remember how I showed you two times already in day one and day two, the angels have presented to has been presented to people in the in the Bible and you know, when, when the angel went to the shepherds, to Anna, and then Simon. No, no, no not Anna. To the shepherds, to Mary, and, uh, crap. Uh, to Simon. Basically, when the angel is presenting to a human, they have to say, do not be afraid. Because these angels, they're, they're very frightening. You know, they, they they don't look as beautiful as we expect them to do and basically jesus the purpose of jesus is because it's the way god can appear to people in flesh without having to say do not be afraid because god is something big something we cannot see he's so bright he's just it's impossible to see god and, and nearly every time an angel appears in the bible his first words are do not be afraid and jesus is both man and god as god he works miracles forgives sins, conquers death, and predicts the future. And basically, Jesus causes a lot of confusion because how can a baby in Bethlehem, a carpenter's son, a man from Nazareth, be God? Because Jesus' skins gets in the way. People are confused because they think that Jesus is not God because he's flesh. That's not true. God, Jesus is God in human form. And the purpose of jesus to be on this earth is for it's because for the first time ordinary people can hold a conversation a debate with god in visible form jesus can talk to anyone his parents a rabbi a poor widow without first having to announce do not be afraid so yeah i thought that was a very cool note that ends day two and stick around tomorrow or the next time you here for day three